0: Hello, hello, happy Tuesday to those of you that are listening in today. I have been moving and grooving, a lot of exciting things happening. I always want to record my podcast on Monday or Tuesday. Sometimes, like last week, because I was on vacation, I did it on Wednesday. And what I teach my clients oftentimes has to do with being flexible. Flexible, that's the word of the day. I remember when I was a runner attempting to run for the first time. <laughs> Even as a basketball athlete at a very high level, I was as a one of our top players in high school. Uh, I wasn't very flexible in my body. I couldn't touch my toes. I hated the V SIT and PE class because I was like the one who could barely go past her knees. And it wasn't until I started learning how to run and then stretch after. Who knew, right? I became a marathoner, and it was during that time of, you know, beating my body, stretching my mind, expanding my heart uh, capabilities of oxygen in my lungs, and really pushing myself and then stretching after that I became more flexible. And today's conversation, really this whole week, uh, I have not one, not two, but three conversations this week on my podcast show, my live show that are going to support this monologue that I'm sharing with you today. And they're, they're all about flexibility. Uh, and it's, it's all about how to have conversations with yourself during difficult times and about difficult subjects. Let me give you some examples. Recently, it is, of course, June of 2020. We've been hit with a pandemic. We've been hit with uh, civil unrest and uh, a lot of mass shootings and murders of, of African Americans. We've also got a, a big, big, big election coming up this year, and well, it's, it's just weird. This whole year has been thrown into a, what we call a new normal, and through that process, um, there has been a lot of emotions flowing, a lot of mindsets tested, a lot of relationships tested as a result as well and when you have emotions running and i know this uh as even as an athlete you know you get all excited up for the big show and you run your race and at the end of the race maybe you didn't do so well and you have emotions and you're upset you're angry you're disappointed because you thought it should look a certain way and the outcome ended up being different And it might have triggered you. Uh, I know I can speak for myself. Maybe I can't speak for everyone. Uh, A lot of my clients, you know, as a sales trainer and and someone who's worked a lot on people's work, life balance, time management, uh, you know, even lifestyle, having coached thousands of runners and people in nutrition and weight loss over the past 20 years as well in my journey. I've studied a lot of people and their emotions and there's something that i study with one of my future podcast guests is rachel hart Uh, she's phenomenal life coach who is a master at life coaching and she really focuses on the think feel act cycle in fact go ahead and google that Uh, i don't think she invented that just google think feel act cycle And part of my reason for having this podcast was to share these conscious interrupts with you, to share these things that I have learned, you know, since birth. But even just even this year, I started this podcast during the pandemic. I wasn't going to start it till the end of the year because I just was like, I don't have time for this. And then pandemic happened and I found I had a little more time. And I also felt like, you know what? There's a lot of people out there right now that could benefit from a little support. A little encouragement and some mind-opening, conscious interrupting stuff. So, today that's that's my conscious interrupt for you. Have you been Have you been triggered? Have you had some uncomfortable conversations or awarenesses about yourself? I know I have. Uh, I really. Th- really pride myself in all the personal development and self-improvement seminars i've attended really for the last 20 years almost on a weekly sometimes even daily basis as a sales professional you know it's been told to me by the greatest of all times the millionaires the masterminds you know the tony robbins the jim Rohns, the Zig zigzaglers you got to work harder on yourself you do your business and at first when i heard that i was like dude that seems like a waste of time like i got things to do i got people to see uh, hands to shake babies to kiss sales and deals to close but it, it was all about mindset and awareness and consciousness raising your consciousness so that you and i we can be our best version of ourselves and we can attract better business better clients better relationships I know for me and my husband, we both met because guess what? We both went some really difficult times. We asked for help. We turned to therapy, coaches, personal development, and as a result of us working harder on ourselves than we did anything else, we met, we fell in love, and we just celebrated our 12-year anniversary of our first date. And we're so, so much in love and so, so grateful. It hasn't always been easy. We had to work harder on ourselves individually as interdependent people, two different souls, two different minds, two different backgrounds. My husband grew up in Africa. He also grew up in Paris, France. Very cultural, but very different. I grew up on a farm in Iowa with very white parents, (laughs) you know, in a very white area, in a very small area. Not good or bad, not right or wrong. We just both came from very, very, very different backgrounds. And quite honestly, if we hadn't done the work, if we hadn't gone through our own version of Rachel Hart's think-feel-act cycle and understanding that there's more to that other person that we're talking to than we can even imagine, and to think first, feel second, and maybe choose to act differently and just having compassion and understanding for that other person's journey. That's one of the biggest things I've learned from my husband, from the work I've done on myself, and there's always still room for improvement. I know for me, uh, when I get a message sent to me unexpected, that's why I'm not a huge fan of texting, guys. I'm not a Not even always a huge fan of random messages on Facebook. That's why I really teach my clients to limit their time on Facebook if they can. Because there's nothing better, (laughs) I put better in uh, uh, quotation marks there, um, better than going onto Facebook or getting a text or getting a message on Facebook that says, hey, this is my political preference and you should believe the same thing. And if you don't, you're kind of an idiot right? Or if someone's pushing a religious viewpoint on me, this happens, guys. I don't know if it happens to you, but it happens to me. It's amazing how religion and politics, which you'll, you'll never, almost ever hear me discuss, okay? Because I believe those are very personal things. Very personal things. And yet there's a lot of people, and I'm going to guarantee you, it's because they haven't probably studied the think, feel, act cycle, Think before you do, before you have that feeling, before you take that action. Thinking about what would that a person, if I put myself in that person's shoes and I sent them this message right now, right? Think about how that impacts your career. If you send someone something that is very one way, very biased, without having a voice-to-voice, face-to-face conversation, making an assumption and forcing your conversation on that person. One-sided. That's the day and age that we live in. And yet, I am going to sound very old school. I do believe in picking up the phone and having a conversation with something. Even if it ends up in, in a healthy debate, oh my gosh, that is so much better than pushing an idea, especially an ideology or a political belief system on someone. And yet... I was reminded, you know, when someone sends me something that I don't really care to see, I have a choice. I can respond, I can take a deep breath and say, you know, thank you for sharing. And if you ever want to talk about this offline, I'd be happy to do so. I choose to mostly, I'm not perfect, right? I'm still human. There are times where I'll reply, (laughs) or I might even unfriend them on Facebook, right? And I'm not saying that's good or bad. However, sometimes things trigger me and my thought happens so quickly because it maybe comes from trauma, maybe comes from fear, maybe comes from a childhood belief system. You know, our subconscious mind masters 90% of our life. So if I allow every little thing to trigger me, Oh my gosh, my emotional EQ, they call it emotional intelligence, also known as EQ, level is so far down. My vibration goes down. I believe we are all energy, right? And we're vibrating either at a high level, living our best self, or at a low level. And, you know, Tony Robbins has taught that for years. Oprah, Eckhart Tolle, he's making a a return right now. The author of the, The Power of Now talking about being present in the now and not allowing maybe a past belief system or trauma or fear to guide us in that whatever we choose to do next conversation. And I've seen people jump all over each other on Facebook. I've seen people get really emotional. Heck, I got really emotional after the George Floyd thing because he he was murdered right where we used to live in Minneapolis. It even... My heart feels that right now even as I'm talking about that because I had an attachment to that city. I had an attachment to that intersection. I've been to that gas station. I've been to restaurants there. I've not actually gone into that store that George did but drove by there on my bicycle, in my car probably at least a thousand times over the past decade. And so ultimately... I wanna encourage you guys to really, 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 really be thinking about that conversation you're having with yourself before you have it with someone else. Really, really be conscious of how you react or choose to respond to other people that are in your life. And this is a, a tip because of what we're going to cover over the next one, two, three days, Wednesday, tomorrow, I have a conversation. Just it's only going to be thirty minutes because that's all the time I could, I could, I could get from Eric Lofholm. He's my master trainer. He's my sales mentor. He's been a, a work. He worked for Tony Robbins back in the day. He helped produce over seven hundred and fifty thousand, almost a million dollars in income for Tony Robbins just single handedly by himself. So he's he's an expert at sales. However, in order to be an expert at sales and to be good at sales, you've got to have a great reputation, right? And trust takes time to build and it also takes time to, to tear it apart. And we're going to talk about having that conversation about how do you be and do and have great success in personal and professional relationships right now with all that is going on. Still being able to share your passions, your ideas, your, your, maybe even your belief systems without pissing everyone off <laughs> and without having what happened to some people this, this year for me, because I unfriended them and I might've even gotten a unfriended, unfriended by a few. That's, that's, that happens. But how do you have those difficult conversations with people and have a high level of emotional intelligence? So Eric and I are going to talk about that tomorrow. Then on Thursday, that's why I'm just giving you a teaser for the rest of the week and going to keep this shorter today as well, because what I'm talking about today, we're going to expound upon the next three days. Thursday, I have amazing, amazing leaders and mentors in my life, Mr. and Mrs. Sam and Kim Bean. They've been in the direct sales industry for 23 years. They've been in the real estate industry. Uh, He's a desert storm veteran, been named the ambassador of Houston. They've made multiple, more than over $5 million over the last 10 years in direct sales. They have multiple businesses. They have two young boys and guess what? They're biracial. They're an interracial family, just like me and my husband. And we're gonna talk about how do you become or be colorblind in this world that is struggling with civil unrest right now? History repeating itself from, you know, really 400 plus years of things that have slightly changed, but have they really, and how do you have conversations with your spouse if they're a different color? How do you have conversations with the family if they're a different color? How do you have conversations with your kids and teaching them, you know, it's important to be aware and conscious and also teach them the think-feel-act cycle and to also work on themselves and be kind and, and, and show up with greatness in spite of what the world might be showing up as right now. And then on Friday, because it is my Standing Friday podcast show live audience episode, tomorrow and Thursday are special, um, special featured guests that their time is totally valuable and um and their messages are valuable, so I made special episodes for them. And then my amazing special featured guests on Friday are people who I highly, highly regard as experts in the health and well-being field. They're very conscious. Uh, They've been through hell and back with their health, and they made their passion their career. You know, they really want to have a conscious, interrupting conversation with all of you and myself about... What are you doing right now that's getting you closer to vibrant health? What are the conversations you're having with yourself and other people around you? Because your environment oftentimes does either support or detract you from your health and well-being goals. But it all starts with you and that mind between the ears of how you can be and do and have better results in your health Um, Michael himself, one of the title of his podcasts was, you know, if I don't change, I'm going to (laughs) die. So that kind of applies to all of the conversations we're having this week, is that conscious interrupt of really being aware of how you think causes how you feel, causes you to choose or act a certain way, and how all of that impacts your personal life and your professional life, and because once you post something on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube, it's it's there for life or, you know, just just takes enough time for people to see it, right, that can impact your reputation, both personally and professionally. So those are the kinds of things that I like to talk about, those difficult conversations, those those thought processes that are going to take you closer to greatness and vibrate at a higher level or take you back. And I'm here to encourage you, inspire you, educate you, equip you to be healthy and wealthy and wise. And I'd like to close with a quote from one of my mentors. She was a podcast guest earlier this month with her amazing husband, Dr. Ivan and Beth Meisner. And Beth wrote this. I shared it. I believe in it. I'm a huge fan of this, this quote from Beth. And it says, I celebrate the power of diversity. I practiced non-discrimination. I advocate for equality regardless of race, religion, gender, age, or sexual orientation. I live with tolerance toward others. I know we can all do better in living these values. And yes, I believe that Black Lives Matter. And again, that was Elizabeth Meisner a very powerful woman in my life who's overcome cancer who's created multiple businesses with her husband and I succeeded at a high level and I think that shows a lot about her heart and I resonate with that knowing that we all have equal footing on this earth we all have an opportunity to love one another be kind to one another it starts with being kind to ourselves and loving ourselves. So I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. Hopefully tomorrow, that'd be amazing. Have a great day. Be healthy, be wealthy, and be wise. Keep working on yourself, working on you, harder than you work on your business.